When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, everyone. Summer breakfast with Joel and Fletch. Not Fletch today. We have a replacement interchange card has come out and this hulking man from one big man to another. Biggest quads in Sydney, I reckon. The great missile. I feel like a couple of young fellas doing their best from Port Macquarie. It feels like 2MC. Isn't it 2MC? <laughs> yes. Uh, how are you, missile? Actually, no, up in, uh, up in Port Macquarie, Joel, um, he probably would have been doing his thing when you were around. A Strawny. It was Strawny's brekkie show. He's been, oh, on, yeah. he's been on air in Port Macquarie for the best part of 30 years, I think. Just yeah. retired this year. Guess who took over? Who? His son. Strawny oh. 2.0. That's how it works right. in Port Macquarie. Oh, that's yeah, good. that's right. I tell you what, you, it's easily get confused in Port Macquarie. I reckon in Port Macquarie, and hello to all the listeners up there listening via the app. I reckon Port Macquarie... And Port Macquarie Pearl, listens by the way, uh, would have the most roundabouts in Australia. Would you oh, say that? Easily, easily. And still none of the locals know how to use them. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we say hello, however you're tuning in. We mentioned the app, the SEN app. You can download the SEN app at the App Store or the Google Play Store. We say hello to our listeners through Sydney, 11.70am, 6.93 in Brisbane, 16.20 on the Gold Coast. And maybe you're listening belatedly. Maybe it's a Saturday morning for you as you listen to this Friday morning show on the podcast. Motorola Open Line. We play Ears Up Radio here, not Eyes Up Football Missile. Ears Up Radio. <laughs> We're here to listen to our um, listeners, so call through on the Motorola Open Line. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. You can check out the latest smartphones from motorola.com.au. Now, each and every – it's been a long week, Missile, and uh, each and every morning I've turned up, I've got quite early here, and there's a car waiting for me in the parking lot. That car wasn't there this morning. And I've been consistent with my arrival time. He's battered and bruised and fresh from the chili peppers. Brooksy, wake up. Oh, gentlemen, listeners, it was great. It was good. I, I've got that under my belt going uh, and coming home by 12.30. Uh, but it was a great gig. There, a, a mate went to a Brisbane the Brisbane gig. He sent me through the set list. They did a totally different set list in really? Sydney, but they can because they've got so many hits. Mm. Like it was like Soul to Squeeze, Californication, by the way, you, the songs that you know, you would have heard. And it was full. It was absolutely full. Ketis was good. He stayed on, like last time I went, he sort of drifted off oh, yeah. from time to time. <laughs> is, is he clean, like, is he clean skin at the moment or is he bender mode? I think he's clean. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, Post Malone, supporting act. He was great. Post Malone and Flea uh, were great entertainment throughout the night. And that's what, like, I was thinking about how many uh, bands have the lead singer, who yeah. obviously he's the voice of the band, but you've got Flea and Chad Smith, the drummer, who looks exactly like Will Ferrell. Yeah, like, really. A dead ringer. Like, they're, they could be twins. But, like, they bring so much um, to the band other than Anthony Kiedis. Mm. And John Frusciante is really good. He's an amazing guitarist. So these, the four of them, and they just like work off each other. So even when the songs are done and they, they just start riffing, mm. like Flea and, and John will riff together or um, Chad and Flea will riff with the drums and the guitar and the bass. And it's just like a really good entertainment spectacle, the Chili Peppers, when they're on. What's the crowd like at a Chili Peppers gig this day oh. and age? Because more your age, like 30s, 40s? It, or? It's, right, it's, it's 
three generations. Young kids as well. That's yeah, yeah. There was you could see there was people in their fifties and sixties. Yeah. They and go you hard. Saw kids. What does a fifty-year-old do at a concert? Do they go hard. <laughs> oh, they're, yeah, but <laughs> they're on their feet or just sitting down. Yeah, they're a bit puffing. of both. I think yeah. the thing is they've got that versatility where they've yeah. got that old like. Um, rock like heavy like sort of punk rock sort of yeah. vibe but then they've got a few albums that are a bit slower as they've got older mm. and you know you're sort of just like swaying and bobbing and you know you're not really getting into it a la post malone which is sort standing of standing seats or were you oh like, sitting were you mosh pit or no we were yeah. in the front row of the yeah. seats but you know, you, you depict what happens, right? Because if you stand, everyone else stands. So some of the big older songs got up for. But, yeah, it was a great experience. They're worth seeing, Dan. I know you're going later in the week, and you might have a different set list of what Brisbane and we had, <laughs> but there's still plenty of songs to be had. If you go to a concert, band. Joel, do you get up on your feet and sing the songs, or are you a bit more reserved? And, and I always find you kind of got to match the energy of your missus when you go to these things. Oh, yeah. yeah. We got asked one time. So we were at, I was at a Maroon 5 concert. Not my proudest moment. Went with the missus because she's a big yeah. fan. But we got seats. <laughs> yeah, right. We got seats in this box at, uh, at one of the stadiums at Homebush. And uh, we're in the front row of this, this box. And my missus is up on her feet dancing and singing. And the hosts of it, whoever the sponsor was or whatever, came and asked her to sit down. No. Yeah, at what? a concert. At a concert. So I always feel awkward because she brings like full bore energy to these things. Yeah. And I kind of half asked. But so was I, she sort of one out of, say, 30 people around her up and about? That makes much, it hard. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah that makes <laughs> I, I, I'm sort of thinking wines might have played a part in this. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. We need to introduce yeah. our man, Lieutenant Dan, um, a.k.a. the regurgitator, says Brian Fletcher. <laughs> Now, this is, you've heard of David Copperfield, haven't you? Yeah. What's he renowned for being a great what? Magician. A great magician, right? I'll tell you, he's under siege because our man, Lieutenant Dan, he hosts a program called The Trade Hour. Yeah. He knows nothing about any kind of trade. Right? <laughs> and the best part is, so therefore he's trying to get through talking sport. So he's hosted this morning's show knowing nothing about trades when it comes to The Trade Hour. How many balls of the Big Bash did you watch, Dan? I stayed up for all of it, Joel. Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't catch much of it. Did you watch, watch much of it? None, you said. Uh, yeah. How much did you watch? I, I watched uh, the bulk of it. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Really? How are you, Lieutenant? Very, <laughs> very yeah. well. How are yeah. you? Yeah, outstanding. But you I'll survived get better. the week. Well done. Yes. one 300 is the way to have your say. Bakes has been there from the get-go. He's drawn barrier one and he's about to charge you out of the gates. Hello, Bakes. G'day boys, how we doing? We're going good, Bakes. What's happening? Mate, uh, Missile, how excited are you about Josh Reynolds getting his top 30 spot? Oh yeah, pumped, Bakes. That was a really nice video. They did the, uh, the did you see this, Joel? They did the slideshow presentation. Fantastic. They said this guy's got a, got the dog in him. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah, to announce Josh Reynolds. I think it's a fairy tale story, Bakes. I just hope he gets on the field at some point this year as well. I think if he gets on the field, it'll be like when he played at Belmore against Melbourne and he came off the bench, the crowd just went ballistic. Yeah, yep, yep. I was at that game. Do you remember that, Joel? I do. Yeah, so they like chaired him off yep. on their shoulders. I think it was, it was going to be one of his last games for the Bulldogs, but this time he's back. I reckon yeah. origin time bakes. When Burton goes to play 5-8 for New South Wales, there you go, early prediction. Ooh. I'm calling yeah. Josh Reynolds into the halves for the Bulldogs. A mate, a mate of mine that's a Bulldog supporter, he's totally off the idea. He's totally off it. See, that, that'd be swimming he, um, against the tide, though, wouldn't it? Oh, definitely. He thinks the money would have been better spent on a younger player who's probably going to get a go. Yeah. 
But, Bakes, my thing is this, right, is... And I think Dale Finucane's played a major hand. And Sonny Bill Williams is credited with the... I know he played terrifically well in 2013 to win the comp for the Roosters, but they say the key thing for Sonny Bill Williams was him turning up, raising standards. And if you're getting 1% extra or 2% extra out of the whole group, yeah. how effective that can be. And Dale yeah. Finucane's clearly done that at the Sharks. I think Josh Reynolds, his part for Canterbury, Bakes is doing that. Just the energy that he yep. brings, I think, is enough. Like, that's 100%. 100% the energy he brings, it'll just it'll lift at that 1% or 2%, which is you know what they need. Yep, uh, I totally agree, Bakes. Uh, any tips? I know you like your ponies. Any tips you like for the weekend? Oh, probably, probably go with Mossy's one in Newcastle tomorrow. The halo in the last. Oh yeah, big win too. First up, it was at a big price, seventeen bucks, I think yeah. it was. Bakes, enjoy your Friday. Yeah. Appreciate the call, and uh, yeah, I think Josh Reynolds also is a terrific signing. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. The Motorola open line. Morning, immortals. Protest, protest. <laughs> Lismore, New South Wales, puts Port Macquarie to shame when it comes to roundabouts. Iron Bronco. I didn't know that Lismore was sick for that. You ever been to Lismore? You have. Did you ever go to the – we used to do like sports camps up there or whatever. I think we played football up there as well. Not Lake that, Ainsworth. No, no. At that private uh, boys' school up there, is it like Woodlands? St. John's. St. John's Woodlawn. Yeah, Woodlawn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We had to do a few camps. We stayed up Woodlawn. I'll tell you what, that's <laughs> one of the great – Lives. I like all the listeners from Woodlawn. Were they perennial uh, Commonwealth Bank Cup? Oh, weapons high in school? the Commonwealth like, Cup. You would see, like, oh, they're through to the quarterfinals yeah. Yeah. or semis. We like... would, as uh, as McKillop, McKillop High School in Port Macquarie, yeah. that was the, the Catholic high school, we'd do the uh, Arrival Live Cup. First round might be like Port High or Westport High. Like, we'd get through that. Second round, maybe Camden Haven or something, get yeah. through that. Third round, Woodlawn. And they do like scholarships for football players, uh, country football players, and we just get towed up by them. Yeah. I've got a feeling the former Manly player, Albert Torrens, might have come through uh, St. John's Woodlawn. Anyway, have your say. Now, boys, today, gee, time flies. Today, have we got that little clip there, Dan, of a, a little song that I grew up with? But I knew I was out of luck today. The music died. Okay, American Pie. Don, How old are you? Well, this is, this is the thing. So Don McLean, right? So do you know yeah. what this song's about, Miss Song? No. So the song is called The Day the Music Died, and yeah. this song relates to the plane crash of Buddy Holly, yes. the Big Bopper, yes. and Richie Valens. So what would happen was they were on this tour, and, and the conditions were brutal, to the point where they're getting to the later stages of the tour, and Buddy Holly, who was the biggest star of the lot, he said, no, nah, I've had enough of this. Mm. We're done with the bus. I'm going to charter a plane. So Buddy Holly organises a plane, but there's only other two other seats. So in the end, the big bopper was really, really crook. So Waylon Jennings says, you know what, bopper, you can have my seat. So he gives the seat to, to uh, the big bopper, and he, in jest, he says to Buddy Holly and to the big bopper, and I hope your plane crashes, right? This is Waylon Jennings. Gives yeah. up his seat. Yep. He was one of the senior statesmen. Gives up his seat. So there's one seat left, and it's between Richie Valens and the other person is Tommy Allsup. And it came down to a coin toss. Richie Valens won the coin toss. He decided to jump on the plane. So on the plane, it's the big bopper, Buddy Holly and Richie Valens. Yeah. On this day in 1959, the plane crashed. All three in the pilot died in Iowa, and that's the day the music died. These big stars dying in a plane crash. 
So it made me think that song there, American Pie, that's the song I grew up with. You know, when I think about my upbringing and you think about, you know, your parents back in the day and having a few drinky poos and there's a song that always comes out. Yeah, yeah, For yeah. me, American Pie is that song. We've all got that one song that we go back to. The day the music died for me, the American Pie. What's your one, Missile? My dad was a big Beatles guy. Uh, in my younger years, he was he was real into Gary Glitter and the Glitter Band, but then uh, <laughs> he had a fall from grace. <laughs> a big fall. <laughs> Gary Glitter. So he was a uh, he was a big Beatles man. So all, all their greatest hits, like, and we would often be driving from uh, Port Macquarie down to Sydney for swimming events yes. and stuff. And he just he had control of the the cassette player, and it was Beatles all the way to Sydney. Yeah. I remember back then it used to take. Five and a half, six hours. Remember, you used to go over Bulladilla Mountain. That's and there was right. a shocker yeah. of a drive. Um, so Nabiak. Yeah, <laughs> Nabiak. Yeah. We'd, have, we'd have six hours of Beatles. So, um, and I actually ended up playing. We did a, a big school musical, and it was basically music across all the ages. And I ended up being uh, lead singer of the Beatles doing oh, She Loves you? Me. Oh, really? <laughs> On stage, yeah. Is yeah. that right? Yeah, and the... Uh, in the primary school musical. <laughs> oh, J- James Lennon. How good's that? What about you, uh, Lieutenant Dan? Yeah, my dad was a big Rolling Stones uh, man. So I was actually lucky enough to see the Rolling Stones at a core in about 2005. So, yeah, all their big hits always got played in our house when I was young. Great band. Still oh, going as well. Mm, fantastic. Yeah. So let us know. What, what was the the song that you just – it's synonymous with your upbringing. What was yours, Brooksy? Uh, Hotel California, the Eagles. Oh, yeah. Like that mm. riff, that – yeah, to start it, and no, I'm not going to do it. But uh, yeah, it was that album, Hotel California, that Desperado. A lot. Yeah, sounds yeah. like all our parents were a similar age demographic. Mm. Yeah, it's a, yeah, that. But I heard that quite a bit yeah. growing up as well. That's and I a heard great American tune. Pie. Even just like last, going back to the concert last night, some of the the sounds of uh, the Chili Peppers. It just remind like under the bridge. I remember when I was little, trying to record songs off the radio on a yeah. cassette. Trying to get the good in and out. And Did you ever stuff. make a cassette mixtape for a yeah. girl at school? No, I went to an all boys school. Oh, that you is went to an all boys school. <laughs> yeah, one of my mates got one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we used to do we used to do CDs and stuff for each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah it'd be like it was in the Napster era. Yeah, okay. oh, you download yeah. and it took you about three days to download an album. Yeah. So when you got an album from a friend, you it was just like, oh, they used not only their download speed but three days of their time to burn a CD for you. Yeah, I remember sitting there and like pressing stop, pause, like yeah, to try yeah. and record on the on the cassette. Player. And yeah. then that, well, that was the ultimate romantic gesture, right? Is to give a mixtape to yeah. a girl at school. It spun me out when I moved to Sydney. See, coming from the country, no such thing as a same sex school. And when I moved down to Sydney, um, lived with a couple of boys in Sydney um, who were swimmers, started talking to them about going to a same sex school. And it just completely spun me out. Because yeah. a, at, a, at a co ed school, you spend I don't know, 80% of your time trying to impress the girls yeah, in class. Right. <laughs> I was like, what did you spend all your time doing? <laughs> so much free time. Um, that's probably why they get better marks. <laughs> no, no, honestly, Miss no, Ole I went to the same school up in Port Macquarie. And, and I came down, and it was, as you said, co-ed. I came down and uh, went to the Dragons. So the, I went to uh, Cogramaris Brothers, which was an all-boys school. And I immediately noticed the application. 
They yeah, they okay. were so far in front of us <laughs> with with our distractions up there in put. They were so yeah. far in front of us. Yeah. Anyway, hit the open line like behind uh, us in other ways, Joel. Yeah, are, 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 yes, exactly. nice wink too. Uh, this is the breakfast edition of the run home. The missile Magnuson here. He's ready to rock and roll. Lieutenant Dan Brooks. He's struggling, but we'll help him through <laughs> the next two hours and forty minutes. Uh, a break and back with more. Vossi and Brandy here. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Don't forget, you can listen live to the show every weekday morning from 6 till 9. Tune in through 11.70am in Sydney or anywhere in the world through the SEN app.